The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Together with other provinces, industry groups, and dozens of First Nations, opposing these two attacks on our economy, which will undermine investor certainty and which also undermine national unity uh, and uh, the exclusive power of the provinces. I believe that both of these bills are unconstitutional. That's why, uh, within hours of becoming Premier, I appeared before the Senate Transportation Committee uh, to plead with them to kill Bill C-48, the ban on the export of Alberta bitumen from Canada's northwest coast. This is a bill, I think this is perhaps a first in Canadian history, when the federal parliament has passed a bill attacking uh, a major export product of only one province, the province of Alberta, with only one product that is produced in Canada, bitumen produced only in Alberta. This is a prejudicial, discriminatory attack on this province. Uh, It has absolutely no defensible rationale, no scientific basis, no studies were presented to support it at the Senate, uh, and uh, this uh, is a bill that would be unthinkable in a different context. As I said to the Senate Transport Committee, imagine a federal government at a time of real sensitivity and national unity in Quebec, bringing in a bill to ban the export of Quebec hydroelectricity or airplanes, for example. It would be unthinkable. And that's why I believe the Senate Transportation Committee heard our plea and recommended to the Senate that it to kill Bill C-48. However, it was revived in the Senate, sent back to the House of Commons, and last night uh, was passed and is now awaiting royal assent. We will launch or support an immediate constitutional challenge to Bill C-48. We will seek partners amongst First Nations whose own opportunity to move to prosperity is undermined by this indefensible bill. Uh, We know, for example, that the Niska First Nation, with a modern treaty on BC's northwest coast, wanted the possibility to create a port in part to export uh, responsibly uh, produced Canadian energy, but their treaty rights are being undermined by this bill. So too is the uh, Eagle Spirit Consortium of First Nations in northern British Columbia. We'll stand by them with our new $10 million litigation fund to to help defend the rights of First Nations to pursue opportunity to help move their people from poverty to prosperity. Bill C-69 was also passed last night, absent uh, about three quarters of the amendments that had been the constructive and sensible amendments that had originally been made to that bill by the Senate. The Senate uh, earlier this month had adopted all of the amendments proposed by the previous government of Alberta, as well as almost all of those proposed in a constructive spirit by major industry groups like the Association of Petroleum Producers and the Energy Pipeline Association. Uh, the, uh, however, the Trudeau government decided uh, to gut that, uh, that bill, which had been rewrite, rewritten to allow for investor confidence, to remove political interference from the environmental assessment process, to respect provincial jurisdiction, uh, to prevent endless uh, and uh, um, endless frivolous interventions by uh, foreign-funded special interests. All of those amendments were rejected, uh, and uh, consequently the bill that was passed last night is completely unacceptable to the government of Alberta, 
It is also opposed by nine of the ten provinces, almost every major employer group in Canada, and dozens of First Nations. And that is why we too will are preparing to launch an immediate uh, constitutional challenge of Bill C-69. One of the reasons it is so offensive to this province is because it constitutes a clear violation of our exclusive constitutional jurisdiction to uh, regulate the uh, production of our own natural resources, including upstream oil and gas. Rights that were written into the Constitution in 1982, in Section 92A, as a condition precedent to Alberta's concurrence with the adoption of the 1982 Constitution Act. Peter Lougheed would not have signed the Constitution. He would have stayed outside of it, like René Levesque, had we not won that essential power now being undermined by the Trudeau government in Bill C-69, the No More Pipelines Law. We believe we have strong legal grounds upon which to launch that challenge. Let me uh, thank the, um, those senators who played a constructive role in these issues over the past year. Those who put in thousands of hours listening to witness testimony, uh, becoming experts on these complex issues. The senators at the Transport Committee uh, who recommended the deletion of the uh, tanker ban on bitumen, the uh, members of the entire Senate for the 188 constructive amendments they earlier adopted on Bill C-69. Let me thank the 49, uh, excuse me, the 46 senators uh, who voted no to Bill C-48 at third reading last night, uh, including five of the Alberta senators, uh, but I'm profoundly disappointed. Uh, that uh, Senator Grant Mitchell voted in favor of a bill that he must know is a prejudicial attack on this province. I'd also like to thank the 37 senators who voted last night against the uh, no, no More Pipelines Law Bill C-69 in its final form. In particular, I would like to thank and congratulate Senators Black and Tannis, both of whom are elected, and Senator Elaine McCoy for having so vigorously stood up for Alberta and for uh, resource jobs in Canada. However, I'm deeply disappointed that uh, Alberta Senators Mitchell, Labucane Benson, and Simons voted in favor of Bill C-69 in its final form. How strange it is that we had senators from Ontario and Quebec voting more clearly for Alberta's interests on this than Alberta senators. This is why I've instructed our House Leader uh, to bring forward on an accelerated basis uh, a Alberta Senate Election Act. Last night's votes clearly demonstrated that elected senators who have a direct line of accountability to Alberta voters are much more likely to vote to defend our vital strategic and economic interests. And uh, the last, the Senatorial Election Act that had been brought in, I believe in 1989, lapsed uh, last year. Uh, we will, in this spring summer session, uh, bring forward a renewed version of the Alberta Senate Election Act in order to give Alberta voters the power to choose the people who they think should represent them in the upper chamber uh, in October of 2021, concurrent with the municipal elections. Finally, let me say that uh, the passage of these two bills brings us much closer to holding a referendum on equalization. This was a key commitment in our campaign uh, platform uh, that if the federal government proceeded with unacceptable versions of these two bills, 
attacks on our vital economic interests uh, that and if we did not get a coastal pipeline built and if the federal government proceeds with the imposition of a federal carbon tax on us that we would be prepared to hold a referendum to delete section 36 of the constitution act the principle of equalization uh, concurrent with the 2021 october municipal elections uh, and so with this week's confirmation that the federal government intends to impose a uh, cash grab on us through their federal carbon tax on January the 1st of next, next uh, year, and the adoption of these two bills, both being a tax on our uh, uh, prosperity, uh, we uh, moves, this moves us a much closer uh, to green lighting a referendum on equalization because Albertans cannot be expected co to continue to pay the freight in the Canadian Federation if the same Federation continues to block our ability to develop and get a fair price for our resources. Happy to take your questions. These developments were going to take some time to go down. You have options to take more immediate action, i.e. turn off the TAPS legislation. Are you considering, do you have other options, more immediate options, and would you consider something like turn off the TAPS? Well, Bill 12, uh, the, uh, the what you call the, the turn off the TAPS legislation is um, really deals specifically with, uh, uh, in, in principle, uh, with British Columbia, should they t uh, obstruct our energy. Um, obviously, it, uh, it could be applied more broadly, and I would never rule that out. Uh, we won't start with that. I've always said that is um, kind of the final, uh, uh, one of the fi final reprisals in our toolbox. Uh, at this point, we'll be focusing on these constitutional challenges. But I think the biggest way of defending our interests is to put into play the whole question of equalization, uh, through which, uh, which is the biggest element of Alberta's $20 billion net contribution to the rest of the Federation through federal transfers. So those are the uh, items that will be uh, deploying immediately to uh, register uh, our profound disappointment at this betrayal of Alberta. Premier, you said that this step brings us a little bit closer to a referendum on equal. I think I said a lot closer. But... A lot closer to, to the referendum. What's going to be the immediate next thing you're watching out for? What's the next step that would bring us closer? Well, the last criteria I laid out for uh, holding a referendum on equalization would be the failure to get a coastal pipeline built. So, um, look, let me, I'll be blunt. Uh, we hope that there will be a federal government this fall, after the fall election, that repeals uh, bills C-48 and C-69, that removes the threat of a federal carbon tax imposition on Alberta, and that does everything within its means to complete the Trans Mountain expansion, uh, but the, but uh, if if we have a federal government that proceeds with these uh, damaging bills, proceeds with the carbon tax threat, and doesn't do everything it can within its power to get uh, Trans Mountain expansion done, then we will have a referendum on equalization in uh, October of 2021. I hasten to add, as I've as I've always done, that doesn't guarantee. Uh, that we end equalization, which is not really actually my goal. Uh, I, I think Albertans are generous. They don't object to sharing some of our uh, wealth with other parts of the country. Uh, but, but what it would do, in my view, is to elevate our our fight for fairness to the top of the national agenda. In that, in that sense, taking a page out of Quebec's political playbook. And I think Albertans expect us to do just that. That is the voice of uh, Premier Jason Kenney at the Alberta Legislature.
<laughs> Morgan Black, Kelsey Campbell sitting in for Jalen Nye this afternoon. Just recognizing that he, he really took the time to specify the senators that Alberta is pleased with and uh, the senators that he just wanted to call out. Yes, I, I, he was like, you and you and you? Yes. You and you? No. That was, well... If they're listening now, they know. It was a conference where he said basically everything we anticipated he did. He, he threw some shade at some senators. Now he's going after this, the Senate Elections Act, which basically means right now uh, Alberta was at one time the only province in Canada that had elected senators sitting in the Senate. And everyone else, as you know, is appointed by that current sitting prime minister when openings uh, come up. So... <laughs> Just to summarize what we went through there with uh, Premier Jason Kenney, Bill C-48, which is the oil tanker moratorium that the Senate has now passed, uh, he's he's saying this is an absolute uh, prejudicial attack on Alberta, banning from Canada's northwest coast only one product, bitumen, produced in only one province. He's seen this as an attack specifically on Alberta. And then Bill C-69, which is actually called, where's that? Well, they, he's calling it the no more pipelines law is his is his term. So it's basically would overhaul the environmental review process for major projects like a pipeline. But with the Senate, the language that they're using, this is the Impact Assessment Act. He's yes. just calling it the no more pipelines law. And even we got we did get a statement. We weren't able to get ten, Tim McMillan, the president and CEO of CAP, the Canadian Association of Petroleum Producers. He specifically said this could mean no more pipelines in Canada after TMX just passed for the second time this week.